Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, welcome to the Long Run podcast and live stream brought to you by the 40 Runs Running Community. This is the place for news, views and tips for everyday runners and hopefully we'll have a few laughs along the way as well. My name's Ian Wilson. Good evening. Lovely to see you all. Well, I hope you're all out there anyway. This evening I am joined by 40 usual crew, Mr Chris Ford, Mr Toby's here, producer Toby and Eddie and our special guest. From runbritainrankings.com, Tim Gross, who is going to tell us all about those all important stats that he manages to compile, mind boggling numbers about park runs and uh, general running stuff. So, if you like your stats and you want to dig a bit deeper, then Tim's the man to talk to. So, thanks very much for coming along, Tim, and joining us tonight. Is he there? Tim. Is he there? Hello, Tim. Thanks Hi. very much for coming along, Tim. And there he is. There Hi. he is. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Um, how are you, Chris? I'm all right. I'm um, I'm struggling with a down week. I don't know whether anybody else has had this, where you do you take a bit of a circuit breaker and then you're sort of like, I think it's almost like paranoia that you're not doing enough. That you're like, and when you are running, it's really hard. I, I don't know. My main, my mind this week is 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 a mess because of where I've taken this, this down week circuit break. And if anybody does know what that is, it's in marathon training, I can't recommend it enough, even to take two or whatever, um, sort of down weeks to let your body sort of catch up with whatever you're putting through it. Um, it, it can really make a difference in terms of training. So then you go into whether it's like a, a next step in terms of volume, mileage, effort, whatever you're going into to take that sort of, little bit of a down week to let everything catch up. It's it's really, really, really good. But it really messes with your head. Um, so what I've resorted to this week is eating. I think the best way to get through a down week, I've decided, is to eat. So I've mostly been consuming gluten-free products because on my 90% vegan diet, uh, I've switched to gluten-free on the, on the recommendation of Mark Sloan. He said to me that that's going to help. So I've switched to gluten-free 
90% vegan. I think by the time I get to Edinburgh, I'm going to be about as thin as my microphone pole here. I think that's that's the way. <laughs> but I don't think I'll be any faster. Um, that's the only thing. But, yeah, so that's it, really. Yeah, I'll I a down a... Week. What week of training are you actually on, mate? Well, you confused me the other week when you started talking about that you was on week 18 of 16 of 10-week plan or whatever you're doing. I got really confused. I think I'm on week four. I think because I came, I started my plan early, as, as I said to you before, but then I had the surgery. Then I had three and a half weeks off of running. So I started again. And I think, Ty will back, verify this. I'm I'm now in week four. This this weekend will be what was would be a fourth long run because I've done 13 miles, 16 miles and 18 miles in terms of long runs which is what I'm counting. And then this week is my down week where we're going for, we're going to Duxford to cock about with on, sorry, take it very seriously uh, on Sunday. Um, so it should be my fourth week, if that makes any sense. Right. Um, so that's where, that's where I'm at. So that's where I, I kind of try and put them in after sort of three weeks of building. I then take a bit of a down step and then hopefully then I can go up because my volume next week should then go up from sort of 40 miles, should go up to like 50 miles. Does Would that make you, sense? Did you, so did you apply it this time because you felt that you needed it or did you scheme for it and think, did you scheme two or three weeks ago, right, I'm going to have a down week that week? No, I always planned it. We we planned, we put this race in as well deliberately. We we spoke about it last week about putting races. And if you've not listened to that podcast, definitely check that one out about putting races into your training plan. We all we planned, we hunted around for a 10k race because the idea is is to try and find something a bit of a sharpener and to to find out where we are with pace, where we are in terms of fitness, where we are in terms of our zones, and all that kind of stuff can give us a bit of a bit of an outlook on where we are in terms of overall aerobic fitness in week four. Because we've been doing the training. Obviously, we've been doing it longer, but in terms of the 16-week plan, we want to know where we're at. So it's a bit of a it's a bit of a, a watershed moment there. So then my volume then goes up and then I've got London landmarks, half marathon distance again, testing out what it's building. So it was always in the plan, um, the sort of new plan after surgery, if that makes sense. Because don't forget, I'm coming back. So I'm sh- still struggling to get my fitness back. I'm still struggling to get speed into my legs because I don't have that, you know, strong base that I had, you know, from all the, all the years, you know, of not having a break. So it's, it is a bit weird. So I'm still struggling on certain days to go out there and just, sounds funny, but even to do like three miles, um, yeah. you know, it, it can be strong. So it's, it's a good, it's good. I needed this, but it's, it's really played my head because I've got into that pattern of, right, I'm back marathon training. And now I'm caught like sitting there going, now what the hell am I going to do? So I've resorted, like I said, to eating. So I, that, right. if anything, if anything else fails, people just eat. I think that's there that's you go. The there's your there's, that's your top tip for today. Just eat. Yeah, people. I think I learned that on all the England athletes. Not eat people. Just eat. Yeah, just eat. Just eat people. Yeah. Um. Okay. Th- thanks for that, mate. Um. We've got um. If you can um remember that we have an email address, longmanshowgmail.com, oh, so you can always send us your email. Chris will go through a couple of nice I, emails. I've got some tonight. Here. Yeah, yeah, we'll dig them out a little bit later on. And also, if you're on Facebook, if you can um, link your account up to um, the um, restream thing that Toby's put the link up already, and then we can see who you are. We can see your little mm. faces and your names, and 
we can say, oh, yeah, it's so-and-so. It's Penny. Penny's just turned up. So we can see you and we can mm. um, take your comments and um, recognise who's doing it. So that's great. So, Toby, you've been on a down week as well then, have you? But you can't just nod your head, mate. Because... Yeah, he's, you know, he's, 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 he's nodding on a podcast. Well done, Toby. <laughs> Multitasking is. It's difficult. Yeah, I am yeah. definitely on a down week. I've eaten enough to be on a down week. <laughs> see what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I managed to uh, to get get an awful lot of pizza for lunch at work. By, um, so, so I managed to get everyone to buy pizza, basically. Um, Let's so start running more fast food on this uh, podcast this week. It's the speed yeah, go so diet. It, it, it works. It's brilliant. The book's going to come out soon. Yeah, it's it's much, much, we're not having podcast. people selling their books on the channel, Toe. Not even not having it. Unless I write one. I didn't say sell it. Ah. Uh, oh. Know. We, uh, talk to Ed a sec because I've got to look for some information. I found something interesting out. Talk to Ed. All right, we'll be the judge of that. I found um, Ed, how are you, mate? I've I've embraced another down week. It's been really good. I'm doing very well on my down weeks. <laughs> down, hashtag down week. How many down weeks you added a lot? How, how long's your successive run of um, down weeks? About four months worth now, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> but no, in all seriousness. I I did my longest run in about three and a half months last Sunday, which is quite nice. Got up to just under just under seven miles, and it was easy. And then I went out and got a bit lost on Monday night because I still don't quite know where all the lanes are around where I live. And did another five miles, and then did something else during the week. And I'm going out for ten miles on Monday, so I'm building up to this half oh, marathon at the end of well May. back in the game, then, mate, aren't you? It's totally yeah, well, yeah, but it got quite cold, didn't it? I'm still not at the completely committed stage because it did get quite cold midweek this week, which stopped me going out. Are you a bit of a mm-hmm. hibernator then, Ned? Yeah, He's a bit of a fairy. He's worse than me. Yeah. But I don't, yeah, it did get cold, but the weather's looking nice tomorrow again, so I might mm. venture out again. Come to come and see Toby. We'll talk about that I've later. Got, actually, I've got an important date tomorrow with a pub. All day. <laughs> Another down week. <laughs> a down day. Just a down, a down day. day. Yeah. We've got the down weeks to down days. Oh, it's absolutely fantastic. Oh, we've got loads of questions. Oh, hang on. Yeah, good shout, uh, uh, Ian. He's coming. We've got some questions in it. Uh, Ian's just put, uh, I know I appreciate it on the podcast, but Ian's just put a queue for Eddie. Um, yes. If you've got any questions, YouTube, Facebook, Stick them in with a queue because then because we haven't got Alan, obviously we've still got um, Cristiano Ronaldo, aka Eddie, on the pitch <laughs> on the pitch today, um, and so Al's threatening to come back at some point in March if they let him out of the home. But um, yeah. so, but my point is, stick a queue in front of it if you want to ask a question, especially for Tim. Um, make sure you flag that up with a queue because I guarantee we will miss it because last week. We were absolutely useless at answering anybody's questions or comments. So everybody just left it to everybody else, really. We didn't know what was going on. So Mm. should I tell you what I found out? That's what I went to find out. Um, Last week's show, by the way, I I can't remember what was on it and what we really spoke about. I remember we had a go. I think I had a go at a few people. Wilco, you had a go at someone. No, I don't have a go at anybody, mate. Toby just ate some chocolate. But... (laughs) Um, one of the things that I did find out was, and get ready for this, we are now, we need a drum roll, Toe. We are now the biggest podcast in Mongolia. We have, <laughs> I kid you not, I kid you not, we've taken over Malta and Singapore. Right? Last week, I've got it on here in front of me, last week. You're into that there. <laughs> podcast, right? We had one, 
poor listener in Taiwan. I feel sorry for them. But we actually had a listener in Mongolia. I'm not joking. It's, yeah, I'm looking at it. If I could share my screen, I would. So we are now also not only in Malta, where we are the biggest podcast, we're also the biggest podcast now in Mongolia. Maybe we should start an, um, a specific Mongolia podcast about like goats and stuff. I don't know. I don't know what else they do in Mongolia. They ride around on horses and things, don't they? Yeah, Gobi Desert, isn't it? Yeah. They do a lot of running in Mongolia. Anyway, so big shout out to all our new Mongolia fans. We are coming. We're going to be doing a trip out there. We're sending um, Alan and he's coming out there. Uh, don't tell him when he comes back that I've suggested it, but he's going, he's going to visit all these far fun places. So thanks to everybody who's listening in Mongolia. Oh yeah. Don't forget Tasmania. We, we know about Tasmania, but Mongolia last week's episode was a huge hit, I, but I can't remember. Maybe a lot of people from Mongolia do the Brighton marathon and they're worried about the bag drop. <laughs> yeah. They were, they were concerned that they won't be able to take their bag. They, could, on the they couldn't leave their horse like... with someone. <laughs> Not that I've been stereotypical, but maybe that's what they're worried about. I was at um, I was at the Cambridge Half on Sunday, and the queue for the bike rack was longer than the queue oh, for the really? toilets. Oh yeah, that's interesting. How did you get on with the Cambridge Half, Wilco? Yeah, way? it was very good. I mean, I did. Um, it was the second time I've done it. I did it just before the first lockdown a couple of years ago, and um, I performed better, which was good. You know, I got there around six minutes quicker. I've got to say, the support was amazing. The number of people who turn up on the streets and support it looks that a event big event. Really good. It looks it's a big looks- event. Yeah, and um, I know you've sort of like voiced your misgivings about it, and some of it is might be a little bit on the boring side once you get out of town. But um, what on the I M25? Like I mean, I've done it a couple of times, so I'll probably look to go elsewhere for my for my March half. How next much year. was it? Oh, I can't remember off the top of my head. It, what, probably about forty quid. Was it mm, okay? It's about right. ten thousand in it, according to the results. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, no, and, yeah, yeah I've got to, people. We've got to give a big shout out to Hell's Bells, Helen. Um, who uh, absolutely nailed it in terms of time. I think she, was it one? She was rapid around there. So um, Hell's Bells turned up and turned it on in Cambridge. So um, if I think actually we'll give some Cambridge some love because there was a lot of people doing PBs um, in Cambridge. So there must be something good about it. Maybe, um, maybe I should go back there and. and I think the support was definitely the, Support for me was definitely the best thing. Yeah, and they do. Um, for someone who doesn't have his name on his t-shirt, they put it on your. They put it on your bib, and yeah, somebody, somebody, some little kid shouted, "Go on, Iron," which I thought was quite nice. <laughs> 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 um, That's a good point. I wonder if because uh, when Tobe, when we was doing London Marathon, Tobe had it. Um, Tobe, I was running in a top without my name on it. Um, and so everyone was calling. Uh, everyone was calling me Toby. So after a while, when they were shouting, "Go on, Toby!" I was saying thank you to him. It was all <laughs> that long because we was running with him. I just kept saying thanks to because he's so miserable. He don't talk to no one. I was saying thanks to everyone who was saying, "Well, go on, Toby." So I took. I don't think I don't talk to no one. Just sometimes you don't get the opportunity to have a word. Oh, why's that? Some people just keep on chatting. There's not quite the break. Oh, that's <laughs> annoying when that happens. It is terrible. It is really annoying. It is really annoying. Um, um, should we have a chat with Tim? No, I was going to say, should we talk to old Tim down here? One YouTuber won the Cambridge Marathon and Ben Parks was there. Did he have a big entourage with him? Or, uh, oh, did, didn't notice. Uh, either, has he done a video on it, Tim? I don't think he has yet. Uh, or has he? Um, no, no, I don't know. I've seen some video he's done. Yeah. You see, he ran a right. He's 74 minutes. He's getting fitter again. is it? 
Yeah. He'd have um, it'd been on his eighth pint by the time I'd finished. You know, I was still <laughs> being in bed by the time he was halfway around. Yeah. Anyway, we'll have a chat with Tim now. Tim, thanks ever so much for coming. Um, we got you on because um, you're quite a sort of like a brain when it comes to accumulation of statistics and things like that. And we've seen some interesting stuff regarding park runs that you've done. Um regarding which ones are the toughest and which ones are well for want of a better word the the easiest ones but um i know that that's only sort of like part of what of this work and the research and stuff that you do so can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and about you and briefly highlight you know what your work is what you do uh, well, I mean, I always think like to myself, I think I was a runner. I'm 55 now, so I'm getting on a bit. I mean, I think my best days are long, long gone. So, uh, yeah, I think I start myself as a bit of a never has been, you know, but still trying after all these years. I've got a bit of a hamstring injury at the moment. So Ooh. I was going to do the Manchester Marathon, but I think that's going to be uh, impossible. I, I did a mile on the treadmill earlier and had to stop. So, uh, yeah, that's not great. But, yeah, I mean, I've, I've always been running since I was at school. I started when I was about 16. Um, and then uh, suddenly found if you did some training, you got better than you were if you didn't do any training. So, uh, yeah, then I sort of been, been running ever since, really. And then I got into – I've always been, like, into numbers because um, I did a maths degree and stuff. And then I used to sort of, like, look at the times I did. And then back then, before the internet happened, there was no real – no way of knowing how well you were doing. Um, so back in the day, I used to be, like, a track runner running eights, 800s and 1500s. And um, – so I started sort of doing um, stats of like recording the best times in those distances from reading what was in Athletics Weekly, which when it used to be a weekly, it's no longer a weekly, <laughs> bizarrely. Um, and then when then sort of like the internet came on, I started doing it a bit on the internet and then working with the British Miners Club. And then eventually um, the, the Power of 10 contract came up with UK Athletics. So there's two sites that we run now, Power of 10 and Run Britain Rankings, which are hopefully you've seen one or the other of them so if you go on there you should find all the all the um results and um you know look up most people that have ever done anything in the sport i mean we haven't got every well all the results are there but you know not everyone's got a profile but you can you can kind of request one or create one yourself i think we've got about a million athletes now altogether and wow some about 100 million performances i mean part run alone are um, getting on for about 10 million a year so you know just and it's getting ever ever more you know they keep now that they're back on they're um you know they're bringing up more events all the time aren't they and stuff so Mm. um yeah so the um so because i get all the results and uh, we did this thing on run britain where we had like this sort of golf style handicap i think 40 does a bit of golf i'm a bit of a closet golfer as well so um and wilco wilco's dynamite oh yeah we turned it up we went to this charity do we destroyed the place when I say destroy, it's because we're spraying <laughs> balls all over the place. Now, okay, Wilco, yeah. he's a silent Anywhere, anywhere apart from down the fairway, then, yeah. Yeah, don't go very far, but it goes pretty straight. He was, he's a yeah. silent assassin. If, if, he's the sort of geezer you want to always hit in the fairways, one of those. Okay. Well, yeah, that's uh, it's easier said than done, isn't it? Yeah, but uh, yeah, because I've seen yeah. um, it's, yours is based on the sort of like the just like the standard scratch score on golf, isn't it? So, like, yeah, uh, so I mean, what, when like, what, uh, a, what a like a, a median mark, isn't it, that you've got. Yeah, so the, the, when the guy when we first started doing it, the guy Jeff Whiteman, who's the guy that you often sometimes hear at the at the, um, at the Olympics commentating in, in the background, so he was in charge of Run Britain at the time, and so he said, "Oh, can you do some sort of system based on golf handicap?" So, and he was a bit of a he was a good ideas man, but not much on the details. So he sort of said, "Here's an idea and go and run with it." So I thought, well, 
you know, in golf, if you're a scratch golfer, you're a good golfer, but you're not necessarily like a Tiger Woods, are you? You know, um, so I thought, well, anyone who's run about, say, 15 minutes for 5K, they can be a scratch golfer. And then anybody who basically walks around a park run can be like a 36 um, in that sort of score. So I looked at like the age graded tables and then sort of mapped on those percentages onto that golf style 0 to 36. And then and if anyone's any good, like Mo Farah, they can be like minus seven or something to you know give you a bit more numbers. And then so the idea was is that you know you do like different races and some days it's like windy or some days it's hilly and you know when you've been running long enough you can only really do pbs on certain courses on certain days so the idea was to try and have a system where whenever you raced you could see like what it was worth you know in real terms and not just like compared to your friends but overall so there's a few things in there that we do kind of like to give each um performance like some points and then your handicap is based on an average of your best scores a bit like now they're doing golf it's your best i think it's your best eight scores now isn't it out of your last 20 um so funny enough their, their their handicap system now is almost like exactly how i designed it so um it's a way of like all the races you do from like well even if you do like mile races up to park runs up up to marathons they all get like a score and you can then see how you're doing against yourself. So, you know, if you start doing better times, then your handicaps should go down like it does in golf. And if you haven't run for a while, it might go up a bit. Um, not too does much. Does it vary but, um, greatly from the um, from the age grading system that people will have on their, um, you know, they'll all be familiar with part runners? That, yeah, well, it's, it's kind of, yeah. Well, that. The, the point scoring, the basic point scoring is kind of based on that. But the... It, there isn't really any allowance for the actual age. You just compare yourself with other people. So I might, I think my handicap at the moment is about four. So if I look at like where I'm against other people who are 55, then it's a good comparison. But obviously I'm not going to be as fast as the guys who are like twenties, you know, they're like negative or whatever. And um, it's a bit like golf, isn't it? I mean, it's like ageless in a way. So you can play somebody who's like older than you, who's better than you. And, you know, you play someone younger and you're, you're better than them. So it's kind of like, whatever score you it's a bit like if you do a time in a race you know um you're going to be wherever you are aren't you in in the race mm. um cool blade nil but there's an enormous amount of how do you get the data all together yeah. there's an enormous amount of numbers isn't there how do you well, part run they have a system where they allow us we, we we did some work years ago and and an agreement they allow us to sort of what's called an api so we can basically request all the results from the weekend there's like a bit of a download so and then a lot of the other ones are basically we have a team of people that work and they basically transcribe it onto a spreadsheet and then upload it into a database. Um, so most of our work, I mean, I, I kind of just look after the IT side of it. And then we have people that work in um, both on the power of 10 on the track side and run Britain on the road running side, just basically to manage all those inputs and manage all the emails that come in. Because as you imagine, there's so much data that, you know, the, we get people so it's, it's often the result is you like the mistake isn't there so people write in and say oh that's wrong or you've got that time wrong or that wasn't me and you know so we have to provide a sort of a service where we kind of um you know um get people can write in and can uh can or com- complain sometimes they can blame yeah, I, I would imagine <laughs> that 90% of them, yeah. stuff that you get is people saying you got that wrong it's all it must be yeah well, you get like people writing in saying, "Oh, I didn't run very well. Can you take that off?" And that. Well, we we kind of, you know, you kind of have to run with the run with the smooth. If you run well one day, yeah, then it's nice. you can't have that on, and then not the day when you just sort of like run, you know, jog around because you weren't feeling well or something, you know. So, um, 
you know, we've got a lot. It's, like, it's not like golf where you think, oh, I've played, t- I've not played well today. I won't put my card in. You know, you can't. Well, yeah, it's a bit. I suppose, yeah, that's if you don't get in the results at all, that's probably a way of uh, not 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 making you. I mean, there's like in part one, you can you can elect not to give your token in, can't you? And then you don't mm. appear. So uh, there is that. Which no, is well, well, I'll just do well, it. The, the yeah. benefits of park running for you have been huge because there's just, you know, there's so much data available. Well, I think it's great for everybody, isn't it? Because I mean, I mean, I, I've done. I've got my part one T-shirt on underneath somewhere. I've done. I've got my hundred one on. I don't. I don't do as much as I. I could. Do. I'm not like one of these obsessives that does it every day, every week, you know. But I've done about hundred and hundred sixteen now. I, I mean, I live quite near Bushy Park, so I was able to start doing it. You know, I didn't. I remember hearing about it back in two thousand and four, thinking that's that's stupid. I mean, who wants to run a five k every Saturday morning? I'm I'm in bed, you know. So it took me about three years to even get down there, even though it was like about ten minutes drive away. But once you've Tim, done it, you kind of realise what it's all about, you know. And uh, Tim, we should send there. you. We should send you down to Bushy. Have you have you come across Mel at Bushy Park Run yet? She's Mel. on funnel duty. You can't miss her. You can okay. hear her. You can hear her from Essex when she's on. Um, <laughs> but if you start licking any of those tokens or nicking them, she'll be yeah. after you. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But Hayden's I'm, down I'm your way. They, they do a meet up on a what day do they? Sorry, is it last night on a Thursday? Thursday she's done it, bro. Yeah. You'd, they even go to the chippy. Yeah, they go to the chippy. I mean, what oh, a great wow. running group that goes to the fish yeah. and chip shop. <laughs> I mean, that, that's that. Oh, hang on. We've got like boys. I'm not. Have you seen all the questions and stuff coming in? Is Has anyone any else noticed? Or have we all been listening to Tim? I've had <laughs> to mute, mute Mo, because I was getting echo. So, uh... Oh, all oh, right. Okay. No, Tim, we love these. That's nice. Uh, we've yeah. got a lot. Right. Yeah, so, look, let's go through these, and then we'll carry on, shall we, Wilco? Because it's, it's, it's super interesting. But, right. So, Q for Eddie. Are you signing up for great virtual race across Tennessee for third year? Yes or no, Yes. 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 There you go, Ian Wilson. Uh, what happened to Al? He's in the home. And they're currently giving him his jelly and ice cream. He'll be back soon. Uh, love Cambridge, but pricey. I'm with you on that. Uh, where else have we got? There's loads. Appreciate it's not for everyday runners, John. But we have five of our lads under 75 minutes. Tell us what our lads are, and we'll give them a shout-out. Any plans for a 40 meet-up on Saturday or Sunday morning of Edinburgh Marathon? Yes, there will be. Uh, oh, but I won't be organising it because I'll cock it up. Uh, love Tim Gross, our very own Andrew Leach. <laughs> Here you go, Tim. You're getting some love. Cheers know, for yeah. the advice, lads. Ben Bailey smashed his half PB. There we go. We'll chalk yeah, that one up to the long run podcast. Well done, Ben. Right. Well done. I don't think I'll take much credit for that, really. Uh, got fed up with the big races that didn't have licenses for the power of 10. London Landmarks. Does, uh, Tim, does the Brighton Marathon have the power of 10 and all that stuff? Uh, yeah, well, there's a bit of a problem with them, didn't there? Because I think they, last year they, they kind of like didn't bother to get a license. And, yeah, that's um, why I asked. One year then they didn't bother to get the course measured. And you're kind of thinking, reaping what they sow a bit, wasn't it? So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's obviously, I mean, obviously there's no guarantee if you have a license through UK Athletics from Britain, you're going to have a great race. But, um, you know, it's a bit it's a bit disappointing when these big races kind of like try to sort of bypass all the stuff, you know, because it's a bit of a ticking the box in terms of like you know i mean you're supposed to get like the course measured i mean if you're on a marathon the last thing you want is to find out it was like a mile short or something isn't it you know, or long or long well yeah i mean yeah because you could be on for i mean there was one that was long wasn't it it was that one and then um, yeah, right. a problem one, with the one, yeah. i think it was ollie garrett who won it well he won it i can't remember which round it he won it when he got to 26.2 but because the race was long he was second by the time they actually finished so you know, it was it was kind of like I think they kind of sort of shared the prizes, I mean, then it was. Hmm. Yeah, oh, so, question um, for you, Tim. 
mm-hmm. uh, from JBS, friend of the show. JBS is a mountaineer. He's been he's run up Snowden just as a heads up, so it's going to oh, be wow. a tough one. What keeps you motivated to uh, to keep competing as you don't mess about? Is it the love of the sport, or do you set yourself cons- constant goals, a bit like your birthday run? There you go. You see that? Over well, I mean, for me, I think I, I, if, if you ask my wife, if I'm injured, like at the moment, she says I'm bloody miserable, and I tried to run a mile today on the treadmill and got, uh, and then, then I realised that it was just hurting basically, so I thought about stop and. Uh, so I think now, like, yeah, like when I, if I'm sort of fit, I like to do a good race. But I just like to be able, especially during lockdown, it was great to just to be able to get out of the, the house and run for an hour or whatever you can run, wasn't it? And yeah, and um, you kind of realise that you you kind of like running for running itself. And if you can do races and that, so much the better. But if you can't run, then you kind of realise why you like it in the first place. I think. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. John, our lads are North Hearts Road Runners. Big shout out. Um. Yeah. Any news on? Are you all booked up? Anybody wants to come up? Ben Nevis? No, he's not booked up. You can start. Tim, are you going to come and run up Ben Nevis with us? Well, I've considered I can't run a mile on the treble on the flat. It's not, it's it's September. You've got plenty of time. I don't want excuses. Yeah. I think we because I'd like to talk to you for the full three or four hours it's going to take us to run up. But you'll love it. Ask Toby. He loves running with me. Don't you, Toby? What? <laughs> mm. I'm yeah, looking so forward to this weekend. Short runs. Yeah, he's getting away. <laughs> that was a good, how, long, how far is that then? Ben Nevis. That sounds like, that sounds like a ben lot. Ben Nevis. Uh, I think we said it was about four, four and a half mile up. Uh, I think I, I should know. Was that really, one you ran? You ran up one some a while ago, didn't you? I mean, no, we ran to the top of Snowden. Toby ran oh, up okay. and ran it in an hour and forty-eight minutes, wearing shorts. Right. But no one saw him get to the top. But nobody saw him touch short. the top. So be, it's going to be bloody cold for me to not wear shorts. But can you know. remove him from your stats? <laughs> if we give you money, can you remove him from all your stats? That, need, that needed a big V for void next to that. Yeah, house. please. If I, Tim, that's a brilliant idea. Now you, now we've got Tim on the – basically, Toby, you're never going to – like all your time is going to eradicate. Or can we change him? Because he did a 5K recently that he's really upset about because he did an, a lap more because he's got this dodgy watch. Oh, Can yeah. you give him a better time because he's really upset about it? <laughs> look at his face. Maybe, maybe later, yeah, I'll have a look. Yeah. Yeah. He's, and I tell you what, I just want to, because um, uh, I'm interested to know, because I want to talk about the part run stats that you do in terms of the courses, mm. the fastest and stuff, because we were talking about this the other day. Yeah. What actually is the fastest part, fastest part run, if there is such a thing? Well, just look at my list. According to my stats, the fastest one at the moment is Victoria Dock in London. Uh, I don't know if you've done, done that one, but it's no. I, I did it once, and it's basically it's basically pan flat right by the river. Um, mm. It's not far from it's it's not far from when you do register for the London Marathon. I think so. Often by Excel, yeah, it's by yeah. Excel. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just the there. other side of the, um, yeah. the cable car. Yeah. Oh, that might so be that one, uh, I think. I think what you got to remember with the park runs is that all of them aren't as fast as some of the like the you know did you see that one in Battersea Park they did a five k that was a lot faster than you did in a park run so I think if you like if you want to do your very best time in a five k you're best to enter a race but obviously they're, yeah, they're not time. as accessible are they yeah you got yeah, well chip timing as well and yeah I mean even 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 Victoria Dock has got a couple of like dead turns but um. When I did it, they weren't too bad because they were quite wide. I did another course recently where literally you had to almost stop, and then it was like a narrow path, and you literally had to stop and then turn around. So you lose all your momentum, and it was a bit frustrating. But, you know, that part runs part run, isn't it? You, what's the, what's you the slowest one, Tim? The slowest one is the one in Great Yarmouth on the beach. Um, oh, Alan wants to do this one. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I used to go to university in Norwich, so um, I did a few races in Yarmouth. But I think because it's like obviously at a beach, it's like windy and it's sort of sand all the way. So I don't think anyone's ever broken 20 minutes there. Um, it's amazing. Oh. So, um, yeah. Um, that's a challenge, so, yeah. isn't it? But Ben Parks did, I think, conveniently, he did a, He went there because I think he saw my list and went there for one of his videos and he did about 21 minutes and he's running like 16. I think he did a, just over 16 minutes recently. So he can, that's like five minutes slower than he, than he would be normally. I've had a brilliant idea. I've had a brilliant idea. Is it taking right. a watch up there? What's that? If you take your watch, they'll get there fine. Yeah, yeah they will get there fine. But no, um, I'm thinking we've got in a couple of weeks, uh, hopefully Ben, you know, Ben is running coming on. Oh, um, yeah. Now, Ben, as we know, is proper rapid over 5K. Mm. So I reckon that we challenge Ben when he comes on, as long as he doesn't like mind running in sand, to go and have a go at it. Well, he was doing a series, wasn't he, where he was running part runs every week. Yeah. I think he had a few races recently, but... um. Yeah, I mean, uh, it'd be good to go and see if you could uh, what you could do there. Because um, if, if no one's run under twenty, I reckon we could start a new series. Challenge Ben. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. he'll love it. He'll love it. <laughs> yeah, we just sit there and have an yeah. ice cream and watch him. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Wilco. We could just he, we could yeah, you might want to do it in the middle of March when it's pouring the rain. Wait till uh, wait till May or something. It might be a bit warmer. <laughs> yeah, we want to make it uncomfortable yeah. for him. We want to challenge the boy. I mean, you see the times, yeah. man. Mm. We want to challenge him, don't yeah. we? Yeah. yeah so really you well, see. When you um, analyse, obviously you're doing this all the way through the numbers and everything, but do you see any sort of like correlated patterns between, um, I mean, people who obviously draw their own conclusions about sort of like gradient and things like that. Are there patterns that you can establish from looking at your stats? Well, in terms of the fastest, I think, I mean, I think in terms of the fastest, slowest. The fastest and the slowest, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the fastest one's typically going to be like um, flat tarmac course. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. These um, that are... Generally, the wind is not much of a factor. You know, it's a bit sheltered. I mean, the slowest one's going to be like, you know, well, that's kind of an unusual one. But the next slowest ones, uh, there's one in up in Cumbria, which Winlatter, which it's really hilly, but it actually starts, um, it actually finishes higher up than you start. So you're basically running net uphill. Um, so I think, you know, people said the, the actual terrain isn't too bad, but you, you, you end up finishing a lot higher than you start. So you're going to be running slow or whatever, you know, that sort of course. Does your, um, do your stats take into like the number of laps? Because my local one here, Barclay, I think is about a million laps. And I don't know whether your stats take into account how many laps something is, because I'd like to know how the, the part run with the most laps so I could basically avoid it. I think the, yeah, the most ones of the laps are pretty well than the prisons that you can't do. I think they run around the, run around the yard for umpteen times. But I think there's no, I mean, answer to your question, it's all based on the times that you do. So, like the example of Ben Parks, really ran twenty-one minutes at Yarmouth compared to sixteen minutes. So that means on, on the stats, he's so much slower than he would be normally. 
So that indicates that the course is slow. So if you had a course with lots of loops and lots of turns, then implicitly um, you would get a slower time than you would do elsewhere. And so, yeah, although there's not any direct effect of the actual course in the stats, effectively it is by the times that you do. So if you do a course that's like really muddy, say, um, it's going to be the same. And, and in uh, throughout the year, it's going to change. If you did a, like a grassland course now, it'd be like a, be like a torture, wouldn't it? It'd be like, you know, you'd need trail shoes, be sinking. If you do it in the summer, it'd be like nice, smooth grass. You'd almost like a road race. It's a bit like Bushy Park. Some parts of Bushy Park course are on grass. Yeah, yeah. It's- and in the winter... Um, you know, you can you notice you feel like it's so much harder when you go on them bits than you do on the on the tarmac bits. Um, mm. But you imagine the whole course is like that, and we're throwing a few hills as well. And uh, yeah, is there any, um, any, is there any, also, any um, correlation between um, the number of people who turn up generally? Like, because obviously we talked about Bushy Park. That's probably the, I'd imagine, the most attended race on a Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, which only sort of like have, some only have sort of thirty or forty runners, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, in terms of the accuracy of the stats, I mean, you're right. The, the more people you have, the more um, data points you have. And uh, so, yeah, sometimes you get some enormous readings when you haven't got many people. So I've, 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 there's a few things that I do to try and uh, mitigate that, um, which I won't bore you with the details. But, yeah, but I was, you know, I mean, it's a bit like I was saying with the times. If you have a lot of people there and everyone's sort of like trying, because, I mean, part run can be so much different to different people, can't it? Because I was, I, when I tend to do it, I tend to sort of, I wouldn't say I race it, but I, I always try and try, if you know what I mean. And I always feel that the people around me are doing that. But, you know, I, I, you see plenty of messages on Facebook groups and the times that people do that sometimes people doing it's part of a long run or mm. they, you know, they just want to run around with their with their son or daughter and something. So they're clearly not doing as well. So it, um, for those sort of people, if, if we detect they're running so much slower than they would be, they're kind of taken out of the stats. So... It doesn't. It doesn't really impact well, it. Like it's, and, it's like an unusual performance that just. Yeah, it's like an outlier, effectively. Yeah. A technical term. Um, but yeah, but I mean, um, so it's kind of weeding out those sort of people to, from the stats, and so they don't make too much of an impact. But if you've got a a part run with like Bushy, it's quite competitive at the front because you've got a lot of people running, sort of like with well, a lot of people for a start. So wherever you are in the field, there's always going to be people to run with and push you on. Um, I mean, I've done a few when there's quite big gaps when there's small ones, and you know maybe you you think oh, I'm, I'm I'll just slow slow down a bit because no one's going to overtake you now, whatever. A bit like in a race sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all these things. I mean, the whole idea of these stats is to kind of average it out over a whole year. So if you went to any particular one, like a good example is the ones on the the promenades at the seaside. If you've ever done one of them. So if you go to one of them in the summer with no wind, it's going to be so much easier to run than you go to it in the winter in a gale, you know, because, you know, one way you, you – I think if it was the Brighton – was it the Brighton half recently when they were flying along one way and yeah, then they came back and running like a minute mile slower, you know, yeah. or something at least. Mm-hmm. So you imagine that over 5K, you're flying out one way and then you turn around and hit a headwind. You know, you, you can never run as fast in those sort of conditions as you can when there's no wind. Um, so you know those sort of ones will like some some weeks they'll be fast and other weeks they won't be so often you think those ones that should be fast will be will be lower in the list because of the fact it's more based on the average conditions hmm. um interesting. And how would you um how would you recommend people use stats to improve their performance so you know how would you sort of like um well i think i, did, I saw of um, seth demore video today when he was talking about stats and he was saying i don't use stats but then you think well hold on a sec well he, he marks his shoes in a scale of one to ten mm-hmm. he buys a gyrometer to measure the percentage softness 
He plans his trading to miles. So people use stats without really knowing about it. I mean, mm. nobody who goes out for a run with no watch and just say, oh, I'll run and then I'll come back when I've had enough. And, you know, everyone wants to know they've run, you know, I'm going out for a five mile or something, you know, I'm training for a marathon. So implicitly everyone's got some sort of stats in the head, even if, I mean, who doesn't run these days without a GPS watch to see roughly no, how fast you get? And even if you don't look at it, you kind of look at the end thinking, oh, I ran that time for that course that was a bit slower today and so i think everybody kind of does it implicitly don't they so for me i mean i I kind of like to look back on strava and say oh i ran that course another time and my heart rate was a bit lower and i I tend to do it afterwards i don't tend to worry about it too much on the actual run if i'm just Mm -hmm. trading normally if i'm just doing like for an easy run then I don't, I don't often even look at my watch at all because, you know, why would you? I mean, you, your legs kind of tell you how fast you're running, don't you? And um, Okay, but, but here's a question. Okay, right. So here's a question. Have we been – are we now – right, actually two questions. Comment on this, people. Anyone jumping in? I've just seen Kim jump in and say she's got no idea what we're talking about. Kim, we talk about stats and, and <laughs> you know, part run and things like that. But in general, are we now, too, one, too reliant on – running to stats and running to data points as runners now because there's so much available to us Mm. and are we so hooked on the drug that is strava right are Mm. we so fixated on the data and the or or whether it be i don't know whatever your work garmin connect or whatever are we so fixated on that now as runners that it's to our detriment or actually is it positive i i don't know because i've seen some runners even some runners that i coach they're like mm. hanging on their watches, and it's like, no, let's take that yeah. away and worry about that later. Are, are we, yeah, are we sort of, I don't know, are, are we too fixated on? Well, also, I mean, I, I, I have an age where I, I ran better when before I even had a all I had was a Casio, you know, back in the day, and just you know when because we you go to like the running, I used to be a track runner, so you go to the track. And you know how far you run because you run a lap and it's 400 meters, isn't it? So you don't need well, a GPS. Toby doesn't. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Tim. Toby doesn't. He ran 13 and a half miles. So oh, I okay. He thought yeah, he yeah. ran 12 and a half, like me and Si did, but he actually ran 13 and a half. So if you're, okay. if you're yeah, yeah, me yeah. off, like Toby was yeah. that day. Yeah, if you but can if count, you though, it should be all right. If you can yeah, count you your laps, count. yeah. Well, I mean, when you've done a few, you probably lose count. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm sure like in the old days when I was younger, I, sh- I swear I used to run six minute mile pace all the time. And then I think looking back at it, I, you know, I, I did, that was like, I, I didn't, you know, <laughs> I didn't used to run that fast at the time. And okay, that, nowadays... well, Ed, Ed, I'm going to bring Eddie in on this. Cause Eddie, you like, you like to run to your watch. Um, do you, do you think it, do you think you're actually overloaded now with information or do you, do, I mean, what do you take out of it? He's on mute. Oh, Ed, come on, one job. No, we still can't hear you, bro. This is when, you know, this is the problem when we're live, people. Toby, you're meant to be in charge of the production. You've just mucked it all up. So what I'm going to, I'm going to talk on behalf of Eddie. He says, yeah, I agree with you, Foldy. So, it's <laughs> laugh. <laughs> you can't hear you, Ed. So Push I can your button, mate. What? Mute. We, can, we, can, we can't hear you, Ed. I mean, this is the thing. So maybe when I said that we had Christian Ronaldo coming off the bench, maybe it's more like we've got Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald on the bench. Maybe that's so. Do we start a hashtag bring back Alan? This no, he is, says he's this not on the thing because uh, so because he can't use his mind anyway. What I was trying to get out of Ed because basically Ed likes does like and he's very good. We have to give Ed some massive love because he's very good at pacing. 
Um, and I've run with him, you know, marathons and stuff like that. And he and he's bang on. We did a thing the other night in Hartford, didn't we, Wilco? And he was mm. he was running around and he was on point with with his pacing. But the, my, my the wider discussion is 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 there is there too much data? Are we too reliant on the technology? Are we are we hung up on? you know, our cadence from data from our watches. I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer I, is. I think you can definitely get too bogged down in that. I mean, we talk a lot on here about heart rates, don't we? And not only do people find that difficult to measure properly, but they oh, they don't have bang on about it and take it as a, you know, it can be. Yeah. It can get too much. It can. Got it enjoy, can I think can. you've got to enjoy the process at the end of the day, haven't you? Yeah, it is. It, it, it can be frustrating, especially as a coach. It can be very frustrating when you've got clients who are reliant on the data, and then you check. You know, like I said to you the other week, uh, you talk about the fact that you know you're running this, this, and this zone. Have you got a heart rate monitor attached to that? Oh no, I'm doing it on my Apple Watch. Well, okay, um, it's not ideal. So this is the thing with with some of this data. I don't know. I just I think we're all a bit hooked up. Personally, on Strava too much. I'd love to have invented Strava. Is obviously the first thing, um, but secondly, I, I just think maybe we do. I think the importance take- with Strava is that you don't put too much, um, don't use it as a comparison and showing like, right, I've got to run faster than Fordy did on Tuesday and Toby did on yeah, Wednesday yeah, yeah. and get competitive like that. I, I think it's a it's a great reference, and I, you know, I I don't think that I would have it would have been a lot more difficult for me to take to running to the degree that I have over the last three or four years that I've been doing it. If I didn't have a GPS watch and a bit yeah. of a, a signal that I was making some progress and uh, yeah. I was heading in the right direction. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll make you right on that. I just, yeah, I just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure, but I, I want to get, I want to move a little bit on if that's all right, boys. Should we give him another go? Uh, what? Who is it? He's back. Oh, he's Eddie there. Oh. No, still can't hear him. No, no. Eddie just said to everybody that he thinks it's the best podcast and he can't believe how big it is in Mongolia. Just put that yeah. out there. Um, right, because I want there's some questions coming in. I've seen a couple of them and I want to touch back because we've got Timmy because Tim, like me, also loves a pair of running shoes. And we've had yeah, a couple of questions new ones up here. Yeah. in. So if you've not seen Tim's channel, um, we'll put the link when the video goes on to um, YouTube and it's up there permanently. And we'll also add it into the description of the podcast, so you can find Tim's YouTube channel. But you, like me, Tim, you love a pair of shoes. Or Just, three, yeah, or ten. I'd yeah. be interested to know, firstly, your thoughts very quickly, because we're running out of time, because I want to get some of these questions, on those Pumas, because I absol- I've had mine a while now. I absolutely love that shoe. What, what do yeah, you think? I'm trying to, I'm trying to deviate naturally. I've been trying to get a hold of a pair of these for absolutely ages. Yeah. And uh, Andrew, the Fod Runner, who he's, he's, we're both UK 13, so not exactly the most common shoe size, but he sent Have me a message. <laughs> yeah, well, he decided not to bother to get them. I think there was only one pair available. So I felt a bit guilty because oh, my cat's in the way. Apologies. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've even though I'm injured, I, I, I've, I've worn them a couple of times this week, and um, yeah, I mean, they are. I, I haven't done them justice yet because I'm just literally hobbling along. But you can mm. see that they're, they're nice. They're about the same weight as the next percent, and yeah. they're like see-through. So when I put my socks on, I can see like you know, I can see yeah. my, the left or right of my socks, and um, that's helpful. So yeah, I'll be, I'll be looking forward to actually taking them out on a proper run when I can actually run a bit faster. But yeah, yeah. They've, just, they've just become a little bit more available. Funny enough, I just filmed. Um, a video about them again because I, I I've had them a while. 
But I just absolutely, you know, when just something works for you, it's just, it's just a really good show. So, but the reason that, that follow on, because somebody's wrote, question, I'm using the RC Elite, which I didn't have, but did you have that, Tim? The RC Elite? Yeah, the yeah. RC Elite. I've got both one and two. They, yeah, they, so, and they um, need a daily trainer. Would you recommend the Rebel or the 10? Well, I've got the new version of the 1080 sitting here looking at me. Okay. Yeah, um, I had the 1080 V10, which was all right. Um, I didn't... I, like you, I think I gave up on the Rebel. I just found it too soft. The Rebel V2, um, I did about 50 miles in it. I just felt like I was, it was felt like I was running on a sponge. It just felt like I was sinking all the time. So. I'll tell you what's nice with the Rebel is if you yeah. haven't worn it a while, funny enough, I wore it, was it last week? Yeah, just to chuck on out of the blue is fun. But then yeah. you probably wouldn't want to do a lot more in it. I'd, I'd always go for my Mac 4s, for example. So I don't really like like the lower drop shoes. I prefer like the Nikes or the Adidas with like a okay. 10, you know, like a 10 mil. So when it gets down to about six, I can feel that's a bit bit bit, bit alien to me, I think, as okay. well. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, um, next one, Fuel Cell TC or Rocket X? Well, Hoka, I, I kind of tried Hoka and I haven't liked any of them yet. So um, I think I'd have to go for the <laughs> fuel cell TC. Yeah. I'd have to go for the fuel cell one. The New Balance one, yeah? Oh, yeah, New Balance fuel cell. All right, so there yeah. we go. That was that. was that. Right, so I want to move on to the emails because I've printed them off again, boys. Super organised. Eddie's back, by the way. Anybody who's joined us. Can you hear me? Ed- yeah! <laughs> He's, He's back. back. I love stats and those trainers. He loves stats and those trainers. There we go. Always use me watch. There we go. I've been listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! One day, we'll, one day we'll actually get to a point where we, where we almost like seamless. But then, but then it'd be boring, wouldn't it? Because then we'd be like all those other boring podcasts that are out there. Um, well, the ones that are below us in the charts. Yeah, the ones that are significantly below us, Wilco. I would say. And think of the, think of the excitement. And they're probably the not as big in Mongolia. Exactly. Yeah, who is? Yeah, yeah. so I, I'd like to know anybody who's, um, thanks for the super chat, uh, Javis, who's bigger than us in Mongolia. Right, so I've got some, I've got actually got three today, boys. Three. Well, one of them is just a shout out because I had to print it off because I would have forgotten it. Um, oh, Wilco, you haven't done your plug. There's two plugs we've got to do. We, and we've got competition prizes to give out as well. Gee, we're gonna, this is going to be a big one tonight. Just pre warn everyone. Um, we've got uh, results of the Northampton race giveaway coming in 10 minutes yes. don't forget that we've got to say that this show um is sponsored by nazi fish and chip shop and mainly because i just went there don't tell me it's his fault and uh plug for the 40 runs running club um anybody who's an existing member renew your membership if you're not an affiliated member of any club or with a club that you're not going to join 40 runs running uh, club it's a uk affiliated club uh it's like 16 quid a year. You get all the affiliated benefits. It's all on the website. Check it out. www.40runs.com. Especially for anybody who's like a solo runner, but you want to get all the benefits of being affiliated. Join up. It's virtual. Obviously, we've got the satellite clubs. We've got the Facebook group and all that sort of stuff. So make sure you join that. We do have an exciting announcement to come in a couple of weeks about um, a new sponsor, which I think will blow everybody's mind, by the way. Um, it even mind. blows it out, but we can't talk about that yet. Uh, right, so anyway, uh, oh, leave the reviews. Thanks to everybody who's left reviews. Keep review, keep leaving them because the more reviews you you leave, the bigger we go up the charts, and the bigger we get in Mongolia. So this is for Robert Robinson. Uh, can't review the pod as I listen on a podcast player, 
but gave you a shout out on the Welsh, Mar- Welsh Marathon Post. I saw that. They did a review, something related to the Welsh Marathon Post. Funnily enough, their podcast, whoever it was, came first. Uh, and then a load of like media back podcasts that are like well polished and whatever. So anyway, but thanks very much, Robert. We really appreciate the love. Um, right, serious emails coming up. And Tim, you can jump in on this as well. And Eddie, now your mic's working. Uh, this is from Andy Cadwell. Cadwell. Uh, oh, these are quite old, these emails. Sorry about this. Um, <laughs> oops. We do read them, but it's just when we get time. Just ignore it. Uh, I'm running London this year, aiming for a sub four. Right, you'll smash that. Uh, started running up again. Um, I just haven't done an event since 2018. I just go out consistently every week, doing mix of tempos, blah, blah, blah. Uh, basically, until my training plan starts, which it probably has, uh, should he be adding long runs in? So he's doing a a mixture of runs. At what point should he add long runs in to his um, training? Uh, Ed, you go first. Consistent running, but how far are the consistent runs now? Because I'm doing Berlin, which is a week, week before London, I think, in the autumn. I won't go up to half marathon till the end of May, but that will get me 16 weeks away, I think, from Berlin and up to half distance. So I guess it depends what you consider a long run in your normal training. I would mm-hmm. say now, like this weekend, like I'm going to do probably eight or nine, you know, and I'll do a few weeks of eight or nine and maybe go up as we get into April and it gets a little bit warmer, go up to like 10s, 11s, you know, and then... Mm-hmm. Drop down. I'll still have down weeks in there. I've got 10K at the start of May, you know, and then I'll move up and do that half and really go for it in that half. Then I'm having a week completely off. And then I'm eating. going. Well, I'm on holidays. So yeah, eating. And drinking if you're on holiday. Yeah. yeah. Well, absolutely. absolutely. Ed, Ed, is he gone? No, he's still there. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, so, what about you? Uh, I, I quite like it. A bit of distance. I like to. I think. I think it varies. Everyone would say it's, it's good to have the down weeks, but I think trying to keep around a half marathon, even out of a training plan, I quite like keeping that sort yeah. of as a base in your locker. Yeah, uh, doesn't doesn't yeah. always work. It gives like you that. a bit I mean, of confidence, doesn't it? Though, like if you've got a, you know, everybody you think, well, I can do a, I could go out tomorrow and do a half. You know, yeah. it gives you gives you a bit of a boost before you dive into the plan. It's nice having in your locker, isn't experience. it? So there you go. Andy. I, like to, I quite like to vary the distances as well. If you if you if you run in like you know whatever miles a week you do, and if you do a long run, which which is you know what what do you mean by a long run? I mean longer than all the other ones. Then. I think it's great for endurance and just take it easy. I mean, you know, you don't need to smash it out. Just run comfortably. You know, it shouldn't be like a conversational pace if you're running with somebody. If you can't have a conversation, then you're running too fast, basically. Yeah. yeah. But I think also, you need to be, before start you start there. a marathon, you need to be fit to start it. You don't want to start a marathon block on no training at all. So you need to keep that sort of level up. And, um, you yeah. know, why not, you know, why not just – I mean, I was doing like 5K training last year and I was still running – like you say, half marathons on Sundays quite often. Okay. Next up, Rachel. Uh, Rachel West. Uh, so my question is on interval training. We'll start with Tim on this one. Because mm-hmm. he does intervals on his treadmill, I'm guessing. Tim, yes, no? Uh, yeah, when I'm, I'm dodgy hamstring. There you <laughs> go. Right, okay. So what should my intervals look like? In the past, I've done two on, one off. For the two, or, two on, I've just gone kind of death pace. So she's two on, she's going hard. 
and then one is at recovery pace. But how many intervals do I do in a session? Should I aim for a flat or mix and heel sprints, blah, blah, blah. So basically, you just need some advice on interval training. Any any sort of sessions or ideas that you can give her, Tim? Um, well, I think, I mean, I think one thing I've learned over the years, that you don't need to sort of absolutely kill yourself in interval sessions. You don't need to sort of treat them like flat out. So if you're doing stuff like, uh, you know, 10 400s on the track, or if you're not a track, you can just do it in a straight line and then have a, um, you know, 10, you might want to start off having say two minute recovery and then bring it down to a minute when you get fitter. Or if you're on a, for a bit longer, do like six, one K reps, something like that. Um, <clears throat> or six by half a mile, whichever you work in, uh, maybe resting for maybe half the time you're running for. Because if you're training for a long-distance event, you don't want to be resting for too long because the whole idea is to run continuously at a pace. And you want to you want to, you want want to to get those sort of um, – I mean, say, say you're training for to do better at part runs. You get, need to get used to running at the pace you want to run a, a whole 5K for. So the idea of intervals is that you can break down that stuff and run at your target pace in training so that when you come to a race and you're fresh and motivated, you can hopefully keep it going for the whole distance. That's that's the basic idea of interval training, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Ed, any, anything to add? He's on mute. Oh, he's back. I'm not. Is it gone again? Am I back? No, you're right. You're okay. <laughs> so just building on what Tim said there, a lot of run intervals too fast, you know, because intervals should be getting you used to running at that pace you want to race and a little bit harder than your marathon pace or your 5k pace wherever you want to get to and i guess so don't run them too hard but run them consistent don't go out and do your first two amazing but by the last like your sixth seventh one you're really really hurting make sure mm. your your first one's the same pace as your, your seventh or eighth one or whatever it is and the other thing i like to do especially when i'm marathon training with intervals is make sure there's a really long warm up like 20 minutes maybe a couple of miles before and and a couple of miles after it you know so you you're still building that endurance while doing. so that'd be really 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 easy pace 20 minutes before and 20 minutes after just to warm up straight into sprinting hard or running really hard you quite likely you do yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely yeah a lot of people they do crash into intervals they go, oh, oh, yeah, it's Tuesday, it's interval day. And then they go wherever they're going to go and get straight into it. And that's probably the worst thing you could do. Um, I echo both the thoughts there. I think the key to intervals and getting the max out of them is consistency in those splits, wherever you're planning to run, whatever the goal is, like Ed said. So look for consistency, like always, but look for consistency, do a decent warm-up, decent cool-down and get the most out of the session. And just, I think, we're all guilty of it. We don't commit. So whatever your level is in which you're going for that intervals is commit to it. Um, whatever it is, whatever pace you've decided that you're going to be doing them. Like it's a, I, I think personally intervals are different. If you're, if you're marathon training, they will be different. Look totally different to if I was 5k training, they're, they're totally different. So it depends again, don't, the intervals aren't just intervals that there's different types. Don't just think you've got to go and just kill yourself. It's at least to be a little bit more structured than that but yeah i think the um the key to that is don't get get too hung up on the times i mean sometimes i just run for like rather than running say 800s i run for five minutes and then then you're not really on pressure to say oh that one was faster the last one you're just getting a solid workout in so yeah find a loop a great great way to find a good loop that's 
yeah you know, a, a rough you know 400 800 bit whatever yeah but it's, it's a nice loop so you can get that consistent again i go back to my point it's about consistency on intervals yeah. that's how you max those sessions and don't worry if you're a bit slower than last week or a bit faster yeah because yeah, at the end of the day you're just training the races is the important thing you know, yeah so. absolutely couldn't agree yeah. more um but right, i just want to i just want to head over to the the comment section and the, the other bits and bolts where we get to those to those winners uh wilco uh if yeah. that's okay, okay. We've got uh, – oh, there's loads in there. Thanks to everybody who comments on all this stuff. I, I still don't understand why you all turn up and listen. Apart from the fact Tim's here, I wouldn't even bother otherwise. Um, with interval, should you recovery? Uh, it's up to you, Robert. With interval, should you recover in jog? I prefer personally to recover in jog. But I appreciate that if you've just blown it, um, you might want to do it in walk. It's entirely up to you. And so fast um, you're going. If you're yeah, doing exactly. like really short, fast ones, then, you know – you're lucky to be able to do it in more than a couple of strides. If you do more like sort of marathon tempo ones, then you're better off to jogging, you know, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. So 100%, 100% agree. Um, right, so Wilco. Hello. What have we forgotten to talk about apart from most of it? I'll tell you what we have forgotten to talk about and we'll have to have a special next week. It's Toby's 100th part run tomorrow. Yeah, let's oh, not, wow. I, I wouldn't give him any, I wouldn't really talk about it because, you know, all I know is there's cake. If anybody's, Wants to do a bit of tourism tomorrow. I won't worry too much about the running bit. There's cake and it's gluten free, which is the only reason I'm going. There's um, a lot of cake. There's there's a lot of cake. Admin's been out and sorted out the cake. Yeah, Sabrina's oh, back now. Okay. So and really by the time, could I just put a complaint in now? If there's not coffee with this cake, I'm going to have to write up. We go Costa, get like coffee. No, I'm not going Costa because you get porridge when you go there. And why don't you, bring your, there, own, why don't you bring your own coffee? No. Well no, said, Wilco. What are you, his mate or something? I'm just no, saying, you know. I'm expecting admin to pull up with coffee. If there's not coffee after my after my sterling effort around Gunpowder Park tomorrow, that then's going to filter mm. into Tim's stats. He's going to be all over oh, it. Is that what you're doing, Gunman? Yeah, just can you whatever. Ah, oh, tell you what, Tim, can you do us all a favour, a bit of a laugh? He's not listening. Can you take one of Toby's right park underway, so he's on like 98. Yeah, or oh, leave him on 99 on Sunday. Yeah, just leave him on 99 for another month. But that's a fairly quick one hundred hundred and thirty six in my list out of out of quite a few. So yeah, yeah uh, it's, no it's, quite, it's quite rapid. There's a little hill. Um, it's not a hill. hill. Yeah, and it, uh, up the back's a bit naughty because you tend to Tobe loses GPS a lot up there with his dodgy watch um, <laughs> up the back there. So you've got to watch out. But if you could knock him down to like ninety six or something, that'd be yeah, well that'd be laugh. Oh, okay, yeah, um, two hundred again then. Yeah, if you fancy a bit of tourism, you want to join Toby tomorrow, he's at Gunpowder Park. Take your own car park. And coffee. And coffee. Yeah, get there nice and early and get space in the car park. There'll be loads of 40s there. Lots of people. Unfortunately, I can't make it, but lots of people from Hartford are going. Cheer him on, the old boy, because they do like him, really. He's all right. Where's so, the old um, bit come from? Old yeah, what we'll shoes are you going to wear tomorrow? We're going to go to Gunpowder Park in Waltham Abbey tomorrow in Essex, just off the M25. Junction 26, I think. Good guess. Round then. It is, yeah. Yeah, come along. Yeah, come, pop along and see Toby at Gunpowder tomorrow. Yeah, what about me? Um, I'm there. Don't come and see Toby. Come see me. Don't it's about show. You're the You won't see him. He'll, he'll go round in 20 minutes. He'll, he'll have a cake and go. You won't see him. 2004. 20, oh. 20, yeah, yeah, 20 yeah, minutes tomorrow. What should be me then? 2004 part run for Toby. Oh, you've got to get under 20 then, surely. Be good yeah, time to do it. Nah, no. not not after the pizza today, no. <laughs> after Stan <laughs> Week. <laughs> anyway, before we go, I'm going to have to announce these winners of the Northampton competition. Yeah. 
What was it? 10K? Yeah, this is, I'll tell you what. All right, big shout out to Run Through. Big shout out to Great Run last week because we've been giving away some race tickets the last couple of weeks. So thanks very much to all those people who have been um, getting in touch with us to um, give back to uh, our community. So that's all through the 40 Runs Facebook community. If you're not on that, make sure you, you do join that because they're a lovely bunch of people um, yeah. that do awesome things, including volunteering this weekend and stuff like that. So big shout out to all our 40 Runs Volley Squad, all our 40 Runs Runners and everybody else just in the family. Um, it's just incredible. So, yeah, if um, but we, yeah, we've, we've been lucky enough to give away some race tickets. It's the yeah, Northampton 10K for, for run through. Um, yes. And we put a post out and Wilco's now going to draw out the two, two winners two are minutes. Robert Hallam and Barbara Markey. So if you can drop us a line at longrunshow.gmail.com and uh, we will pass on the details. So yeah. congratulations. There well will be, I'm sure there'll be other, um, there'll be other opportunities for those who are perhaps unfortunate not to have won this time, but um, hopefully our friends at run will be giving us some tickets for some other stuff. We've now done 63 minutes. So I think we ought to draw the veil down and uh, say that yeah. we've done a little bit too much. Yeah. No one's really listening. Anymore. I'd love to say thanks very much to Tim for coming along. And it was really Cheers, interesting. Tim. I think it's really enlightening that um, your stuff you're doing and you it's a great service you're providing for if people. If you've got any questions, drop them down in the comments and I'll try and answer, answer them if, um, if there's anyone that wants to make them. Or maybe do a Q&A on my own channel if um, there's enough warrant. Yeah, if it, yeah, could you just, if you just um, give us a plug for all your socials and your sites and everything and then people know where they can find you. Oh, it's under my name, Tim Gross, G-R-O-S-E, up, up, um, under, as the, on my label there. No, I'm, not, I'm not one of these people that tries to sort of like, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the something runner, you know, I'm just, I'm just me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's Probably plenty of stuff out there. Or, or or cool. And um, we'll keep an eye. I'll, you know, I'll try and um, try and be a bit more stats friendly about um, Sorting out me park runs and everything like that. So thanks ever so much for coming along. Cheers, Eddie. Sorry about the technical issues, mate. Don't know whether they're all our fault or your fault, but yes, um, hopefully Toby's we can fault. get them rectified for next week. It's Toby's fault. It's not Eddie's fault. It's mm-hmm. Toby's fault. Toby, big luck. Good luck tomorrow, mate. Hope you've got a balloon and all that. Yeah, mate. I, I ain't got anything. I'm, I'm, you know me, Mister Organised. He's just going to turn up. Is he going to turn, turn up without the coffee? I'll have coffee for me. I'm like, I can't do coffee for you because it'd be. Uh, I can't yeah, it's got a bit. Milk. It's, it's got gluten-free and vegan. Don't do coconut and milk. No. You know, it's too complicated. You're yeah. out. <laughs> well, have a great day at Gunpowder tomorrow, fellas. And um, thanks ever so much for joining us, everybody. If you can't catch us at seven o'clock on YouTube and Facebook, then uh, remember you can download us on a podcast on the usual at the usual places: Spotify, Amazon, Apple, and leave us a review. And push us up those charts. We were fourth in the country last week. Unbelievable. I don't know how many people, you know. Did... Well, we slipped from third wheel coast, so people aren't leaving enough reviews. So make sure you remind them. <laughs> yeah. So tell everybody how lovely we are. Well, you know, we won't be offended. That'd be great. So we shall see you next week. Remember, if you want to bung us a um, note up on Facebook or um, send us an email at longrunshow at gmail.com. Chris will pick up the email, forget about it for six weeks, and then we'll read about it and get round right. and have a chat about the content. <laughs> so thanks ever so much for joining us. Have a great weekend running. Stay safe, everybody. And we shall see you next week. Thanks very much. Tope, roll us out.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 